I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I need to, I need to, hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. <coughs> You've seen the nice intro to UFF there at the bit. Where am I? Terry, I don't know. I, where am I? There's some dude I've never seen before with like yellow tips in his hair. But UFF, I'm not on it. UFF is inclusive and everyone deserves a chance. Yeah, brilliant. Download it. Description's in the link below. There we go. <laughs> the link is in the description below. Oh, well, football's happened. Liverpool lose. <laughs> oh, we've got some Twitter polls for you on that. Liverpool sailing close to the wind in terms of their top four place. Arsenal go out. Wenger's last game at home. Fair play to him and the Gunners, uh, the Gunners and the Gunners today. Picking up 5-0 victory. Aubameyang looking absolutely wonderful. Look, no pressure on the game. We know it was a bit of a, a, an end-of-season sort of fun day in many ways for it being mm. Wenger's sort of party. But credit where credit's due. They played well, took their chances. Burnley weren't in the game whatsoever. So a, a nice way to send Arsene Wenger out. Uh, it really, really was. We want to hear from you on 0203-606-0315. A few of the talking points. We want to talk Wenger. Want to hear about, we did quite a negative Wenger show the other day. <laughs> but we want to hear about your happiest memories of Wenger. What, you know, the great moments of Highbury, the great moments of at the Emirates, trophies winning, etc. I want to hear about your greatest moments with him. I want to speak a little bit about Chelsea, their victory today. Yeah. They looked b- back at it today. He's got some passion yeah. and energy from Conte. Could he be staying on as manager? That's the question there. And Liverpool, are they going to make the top four? Two games, a game in hand, three points in front of Chelsea. Chelsea have a game in hand. They need to at least draw or win their last game of the season. It's looking a little bit tight. I mean, can you just... We'll put this out there. Can you imagine? They drop out the top four and then lose the Champions League final. Both are conceivable. Both are conceivable. Mm. We want to hear from Liverpool fans and your views and points on that. Before any of that, though, download the OneFootball app. All the information is in the description below. But, Adam... Yo. Final game at home for Wenger. How are you feeling now? He's he gone now. Like, you're not going to see him ever at your stadium yeah, ever again yeah. as a manager. Listen, it's, uh, it is a relief, but obviously that relief has to be put in context because it's only going to be a relief if the manager that comes in is going to do better than what he's done. Um, and it's no good us getting someone else that's going to do the same rubbish because then it's just another person to complain at. But considering all the turmoil Arsenal's been in, it's been like a civil war at times this season. It's good that we gave him a nice send-off. It's good that we won 5-0. The sun is shining. Everyone's happy. Bank holiday tomorrow. So it's all good. Can't Absolutely. I mean, and, and we've asked for supporters to ring up and say this, but when you think about... We, we, I know we spoke on Thursday about the worst moments under yeah, Benga, yeah, but yeah. let's be really fair to him. He yeah. has some great moments as well. What stands do. out to you as his greatest greatest moment in... in... Um, it, it has to... As much as it... It's not quite cliche, but the Invincible season. Uh, getting 49 games unbeaten. Nobody has done it. Um, and nobody's going to do it for a very long time. That is something that is is incredible. It's an incredible achievement for him to have done. Um, and so for me, and especially the age I was at that time, that's my most cherished moment of, of Arsene Wenger. And the type of football football that we we're playing at that time as well is is just is great. Mm. Mm. So, do you know what? If I'm going to look at it from a rival's point of view, I think that 
I respect Wenger for what, especially what he did in the nineties and early two thousands with Manchester United. The rivalries that, that my club and your club ha- had, very much uh, spearheaded by him and yeah. and Sir Alex Ferguson. It, those were some, of, although some of those moments were painful. Hmm. Although some of those moments were painful for me, it's one of the biggest things that made me love football and love the Premier League so much. And you, know, you have to respect the manager there for doing that. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Luke. Hello, Luke. Who do you support, mate? Chelsea. Chelsea fan. How are you feeling after that victory today? I feel um, satisfied. Satisfied. And and what's your view on Conte? Because he, he looked quite animated and passionate again today. Could he be staying? I don't know about that because... Because fifth place, is that a good place to be for like our club? Because Chelsea, we should deserve more, like, in the top four at least. I get that, but you've got a couple of games to go. You're two points behind Spurs. You could catch them. Spurs have been losing games. Liverpool haven't been at the races in the Premier League. Both Spurs and... I we haven't even mentioned Spurs. No. Both teams above you are, cap- are capable of dropping... If Spurs lose their next game and you win your last two, you make top four. Because our last game is against Newcastle away. But at Newcastle, we never win there because it's, it's the ground. It's like a phony ground because we never win at Newcastle. So... Come on, but but it's top four is still, it's not quite in your hands. You need teams above you to slip up. But Spurs and Liverpool have been slipping up. Yeah. You, you, have you got no confidence in making this top four at all? I think we can get there, but I don't see Spurs and Liverpool slip up at this time. And they need both of them. To Spurs do lost to West Brom yesterday. But it can change another game. Like this midweek games, it can change. It can, but. I think he's saying that it's, a, it's, it's unlikely. As, as mm. much as, as Tottenham lost yesterday to West Brom, that was a, a freak. It just, for me, it would just be I mean? interesting if, if Liverpool or Spurs dropped out of the top four because yeah. they are probably the two most um, praised clubs by the media in terms of what the managers have done and what they have achieved. Mm-hmm. And it, I would just find it a little bit comical if one of them was to drop out of the <laughs> top four because it would be a massive underachievement for them. Which Huge. One, which one would you think it was uh, more comical to? Liverpool. Because okay. I'm a Man United fan. So that's that's rivalry straight up. Do you know what I mean? For you, it would be Spurs because you're an Arsenal yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, look, really appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Wait, can I touch on one thing? Oh, yeah, go on. Who do you think going to win? Barcelona or Real Madrid? Oh, I'm going to go with Barcelona. I don't want them to, but I'm going to go with Barcelona. Yeah, I'll probably have to... Yeah, I, I agree. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Top man. Cool. Anyone else wants to give us a call? You know the number. 0203 606 0315. Let's text on Salah for a minute. Dive today. I, I put. A, actually, mm-hmm. what, what we'll do, we'll go on that. Cause I, go I tweeted on. out a little bit earlier. If Jake put the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you tweet? Terry? I did tweet about it. Let me go to my tweet. You're causing my... problems again. I know. Look, my tweet. Jay's going to put the tweet. Up. I just put disgusting dive from Mo Salah. Will Liverpool fans condemn him? And, <laughs> and but these are the kinds of responses you get. And I oh, want to start God. doing a bit more of this on these yeah, shows. So these are responses. Um, when multiple Tottenham players do it regularly, that's really stupid. And then their own manager claims it's part of the game. That's beyond stupid. Don't go at one player for diving literally once this season. You can't compare with Tottenham. And this is the point. What Tottenham are doing doesn't make, does not make Salah's dive acceptable. Absolutely. That is not an excuse. That is millennial stuff. That is millennials. (laughs) That's you saying, I know it's wrong, but how can I defer or deflect the blame? All right, so where where do you stand on it being part of the game? It's not. It's all cheating. And divers should be banned as the same as drugs cheats. It's cheating. 
I have got zero tolerance. I call for Man United players to be banned the same. Ban them. Three game minimum, multiple times, ten games. Third time we're doing it, ban them for a season. We want cheating out of our game. And the only way you can get rid of it is by punishing these players. And actually, but you're never going to do it. First step is fans have to self-condemn. Liverpool fans should be tweeting him tonight saying, do not do that in our shirt again. Do not disrespect our club like that again. But you won't because you're too soft and scared. The same as Spurs fans, Arsenal fans, United fans towards their own players. Until you start to self-police, you're never going to get cheating out of our game. All right, devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. What if Champions League final, yep. someone dies to win you a penalty? I'm not celebrating. I will call it a hollow victory. All right. If England win the World Cup this year through a dive or, 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 or cheating in the box, I will stand up and say that on camera. It's cheating. I will not celebrate it. Okay, all right. All right. It's as simple as that. Other things here people are saying, no one will talk about it because he's nice and he's having a good season. Mm. That's true. <laughs> this John says, no, they'll probably print T-shirts saying, we stand by you, Mo. <laughs> there we go. But it's interesting. I like these kind of tweets. I like to know what people have got to say. Um... This guy here says, shut up. We'll condemn him if he does it regularly. Jeez. I don't think that's fair. What? I mean, uh, he's... Uh, I don't know. He's got a point. I'd, maybe he's just want to, wanted to see Mo Salah do well today. But you're right. It is wrong. My thing is, that's the most notable thing that he did in today's day. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, Terrence Mohammed. I'd like to apologise for last time. Hello? Oh, Mohammed. Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm trying to apologise for last time. What happened? How are you doing? Yeah. Tell everybody what happened. I don't know. What What did you say? No, well, Lewis and last time when we lost to Brian. Yeah, just like to apologise. Huh? I'm just letting the audience know. Mohammed is a Man United fan who is particularly unhappy on um, on Friday night. And, and what, what were you most unhappy about, Mohammed? Don't really want to talk about. It. Let's talk about today's game. It's going to get me angry, man. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. About, so what game you want to talk about? Just so everyone knows, we're, we're streaming here for both. We're covering both the Chelsea Liverpool game and Arsenal Burnley. So which one's on your mind? Chelsea and Liverpool. Okay. So what do you want to say? I just want to say, well done to Chelsea beating Liverpool. Yeah. I don't like Liverpool because they're my rivals. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to tell to you. Them two teams next season are ones to watch out. What, Chelsea and Personally, Liverpool? my opinion. Personally, my opinion. Why? Why did you say that? We're going to strengthen. As every other team will, though. Yeah, as every other team will do. And I just see them as a threat. Okay, so let me put this out there to you, then. They're going to threat massively. So if next season, Man United, I put this in, Man United finish in front of those two, will you be happy? I'll be more, not only will I be happy, I will be happy, yes. Not only will I be happy, I'll be coming over next season and saying, besides the improvement, I will tell you, Terry, I was on the wrong and I was negative and I'm sorry. But to be honest with you, personally, do I was, do I'm, am I really going to see changes? Because he had two seasons uh, with us, yeah? This is, so next year will be his third season, the most. He doesn't last that club for more than three years. The most next season. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's going to stay there for more than three, yeah? All I know is that he's at least a minimum of the third year. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah? I'm not going to see any difference. I'm not going to see. Like, I'm, the reason why I'm negative is because I'm seeing negative things there. You understand where I'm coming from as a fan? I, I, I used to go to the games. Why do you think I stopped going to the games? Because I'm not seeing anything positive for my team. 
It's making me upset. It's making me depressed oh, to go where. Yes, and I've got know. Liverpool fans laughing at me. I've got rival fans laughing at me. I can't say nothing to them. No, mate, uh, look, we understand that. I think what we'll do, we'll pick this up on another Man United show on another game. But look, appreciate your, your views on the uh, the Chelsea-Liverpool game. Um, and we'll speak to you again soon. Oh, yeah, no, it's Take care, mate. Thank you. Yeah, Wenger's about to get presented right. here with his gold Premier League trophy. I think that's obviously to honour the Invincibles, I would that's say. Right, um, we'll take more of your calls. Obviously, we want to hear, but we want to hear your, your your positive stories about Wenger. What is you've loved about him? His greatest moments. Okay, look, the Invincibles and the double—they're probably the, the, the two most um, recognisable yeah. ones that you'll come out with. But if you've got anything else on the side of that, whether it's a, a particular game, or a signing he made. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello. Oh, they've gone. One one thing for me that uh, I think the Podolski signing kind of shocked me, you know, because Podolski was like this guy from a different country. Uh, he'd been in the Germany side, played for Bayern Munich. When we signed him, I was like, oh, Wenger, you still got a little bit of clout. I think the Ozil signing and the Sanchez signing as well. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. Uh, hello. Hello, what's your name? I'm Mohammed. Hello, Mohammed. Who do you support? Uh, Liverpool. Okay. What's on your mind? Are you are you worried about this top four place slipping away? Um, not really. No. Why? Honestly, we got we got Brighton home next week, oh, and uh, I'm feel we've been great at home this season. So okay. I'm not I'm not I'm not that worried for next week. Okay. Good. Good. And, it's, and, it, and it's Chelsea, mathematically, Chelsea win both games. And we win next week against Brighton. We're going to be third because of the goal. Yeah, of the huge ab- 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 absolutely. You, you you will be. It's good. Can I ask you another question? Like you've been great yeah. this year in so many games, but when teams let you have possession, so when you have mm-hmm. more than sixty percent of that ball, you lose over lose or draw over seventy percent of those games. Are you surprised that more teams don't just park the bus against you because you you struggle to beat any team that sits back? True. 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 And probably next season is going to be a huge test for us, honestly, because we're going to have to have, um, for me, a couple of changes to my team like, for next season. And so, for me, um, we don't hold, like, if we're winning one, one, one or two now, we don't hold, you know what I mean? Like, we don't hold um, hold back. Like, a good first spot, that's a, that's a good indicator, because if we could have used a player like Nabi Keita, like, in terms of winning 2-0 and just holding that 2-0, instead... Instead, what we do is just, you know, not concentrate and basically just let letting stupid goals. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, do you not think it's a little bit worrying as well that you, you've had this, this form going into the Champions League final? Or or do you think that that's something that will just completely go out the window because of the, the occasion? Sorry? So you know how you've, like, lost uh, in the last couple of games. You haven't You haven't done too well. Are you worried that you're going to take that form into the Champions League final? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am worried a little bit against Real Madrid because Real Madrid, that team that you give them one chance, they'll, um, they'll take it, basically. Mm. But at the same time, their defence isn't that good, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Their defence yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't that good against our front three, against Jimeno, yeah. Mane and Salah. So that, that's, a, that's a basically... A test, basically, who, who's like brave enough most of the time, like to yeah. actually not get the ball and just yeah. sit back a little bit. No, um, if you yeah. if you does that, basically, we might we might win the we might do an upset against Real Madrid. There we go, mate. Really do appreciate your call. Thank you very very much.
England be classed as an upset? I th- they beat Real Madrid, yeah. They're, 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 yeah, they're definitely the underdogs. Like, I, I've said it all along with the final. The team that is brave enough to sit back and absorb the pressure yeah. will win the game. Mm. Now, of, of course, pending any catastrophic defending errors. You know, they've got to defend well within those tactics of and then counter well. But you saw it again today. When you, when you stifle the box and the area and you give Salah, Firmino and Mane almost zero space. Man United did it to him twice this season. Yeah. Uh, if you go back and look at a lot of their draws and defeats, Spurs did it wonderfully well um, at Wembley earlier on in the campaign. They don't win. Literally, I'm, I'm, I'm imploring neutrals out there to do it and Liverpool fans. Go and look at the, the stats of all the games that you've drawn and lost this season and last season. Mm. I would put a bet on that over 80% of them you have more than 60% of the ball. And it's it's there is something in that. And then look at the games you win, and look how much of the ball you have. Of course, there are games where you have sixty, seventy percent, and you win. Go back and watch those games. A lot of the time, it's it's rather than it's great bits of football, it's it's moments of laxes of concentration yeah. or bad defend, defensive errors. If teams defend well against Liverpool and they're compact and they play counter attack football, they get results. It's, it's crazy. So I don't know. I feel like the best teams do counter attacking teams get one credit. Sorry, that Jay, sorry. Oh, there's. We're trying to get some footage. Supposedly, there's some breaking news. Breaking news that Liverpool and Chelsea fans are physically fighting in the streets outside Stamford Bridge. Whoa! I know. What's that about? Don't know. But it's 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 unlike Chelsea and Liverpool fans to be violent, isn't it? It's just such a shock. <laughs> no comment. Jesus, we're going to turn some volume up here because Wenger's going to do a little speech. Yeah, yeah. I think we should listen to it. Come on, Wenger. Hey, look at him raising a trophy. That's I know. That's Venga, only... Just so you all know, Wenger's lifting up at the gold, oh. the little gold Premier League trophy. I think that's to celebrate, obviously, the Invincibles, the only manager that's done that. And we're going to listen. We're going to listen to his speech. We're yeah, listening to his speech. On. It's going to come through if we can understand him. Yes. Yeah, sometimes no, when they speak with those big yeah. echoes. One, only one Arsene Wenger, the whole Arsenal crowd. Oh, relax, 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 please. I'm just telling them what they're doing. I know, they're but I just, name. I just feel like it, something bad will come this show. I want to see if, I, I would love oh, them to panda Claude. <laughs> or DT or troops. Yeah, class. Shit, gave me goosebumps. Yeah, man. Class act there, Mr. Wenger. This is historic. Thank you all very well for having me for such a long time. I know that's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love him to do an interview with Robbie later. <laughs> No worry. Is he crying? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's grown men crying <laughs> here. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. About the beautiful game, about the values that we cherish, and as well, that something that goes through all our body, in every cell of our body. We care, we worry, we are desperate. But when you come here, in of dreams, we realize. Is he crying? Oh, the oh, mic's not working. Uh, 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 I think uh, crying there. Uh, yes, a few people said I did hear him say nice things about Sir Alex Ferguson. That's well respected, honourable, and the right thing to do. <laughs> Iwobi's crying. And please, I feel up to follow me, Steve, and support them really on next season. Santi. Because they deserve it. Santi Kazula there. Yeah, I'm surprised he can flip and walk. Yeah, man, it's sad what's happened to him. I actually, I want to see Ty. Ty, I bet Ty's in tears. <laughs> He's got to be. Well done, you, man. It's the right time to go then. As we're in all white. Wow. You should have known. Bless him. I'd love him to just. I, lo- I just wanted him to mention Arsenal Fan TV. He won't, but I really wanted him to. Bye bye. Where's he gonna see us soon? There we go. Nice speech there. Nice speech from him. Very um, dignified. Yeah. Very dignified yeah, and honourable. Because yeah. I think he knows there's been large sections of the fans that that, that have turned. Of course he knows. Yeah. But but this is the thing that I don't. Like, I'm not saying anything negative about Wenger in in what I'm saying here. He just stayed on a bit too long. Yeah. And I think people lost their patience with him. And do you of know what? Course. I think one thing, whether it's today, whether it's next month, maybe a couple of years, like a like a great artist, you know, sometimes it takes time. Like Fergie today. Yeah. If Fergie would have had this this this, this brain hemorrhage when he was a, when he was a current manager, mm. there would have been, of course, heartfelt messages from everybody. But I think because he's been inactive for five years, anyone who harboured any anger towards him is kind of. Waned and it's it's nullified yeah. a little bit because he's not a competitive manager anymore. Yeah, it's a yeah. history thing, and I think Wenger will he'll, he'll gain back the love of lots of those Arsenal fans that lost it with him in a year in in, in a yeah. year or two or three when he hasn't been around and, and some of the pain goes yeah, away. I, I think it'll move on and, and it'll be good for him. And look, my issue is you know we know he did great things. He played great football. Mm. He achieved some amazing things from sort of the mid nineties to the mid two thousands. Um, and and that should you know respect that and honour that we know what happened after that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he, he's still a, a very good Premier League manager. Yeah. He, he, some in, innovative stuff that he's done here, and yeah, it's nice to see Arsenal fans giving him proper send off. Uh, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh. 
Is it weird though? Because your whole lifetime you know him. Honestly, you're 25, so he's been there pretty much your whole life. Yeah, you don't remember. You don't remember George Graham or anybody else being there, no? Definitely not. Um, So yeah, Wang has been here my my entire life. Um, The style of football that I enjoyed was him. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, hello, my name's Callum. Uh, oh, hello, Callum. Did you watch? Did you just watch Arsene Wenger's speech? Uh, yeah, I heard it on your on the stream. Oh, yeah, on the yeah, stream. I and and what, do you, what do you make of it? I thought it was classy that you know he wished Sir Alex a good recovery and all that. Mm. I thought you know you, you can see it means a lot to him, but it is the right time for him to go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Look, there's an interesting comment that's come up on here saying, like, Arsenal fan TV and, and stuff are going to sort of fall away now because uh, a new manager's coming in. Do, do you think the sort of the, the, the social media aspect f- for the fans will be very different now that Wenger has gone, or, or do you see it being very much the same? Uh, I think it depends on the, the context, really. If the new manager's going to be absolute garbage, then you can <laughs> see more of the same. But if it's going to be good, obviously it's going to be a lot more happier, which... You know, people like to see a rant and a bit of drama, so people, not many people will watch, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, no, I get that completely. I think that's right. There are always going to be highs and lows with any manager, though. So, I mean, and I don't think there's going to be as much vitriol because it's not Arsenal Wenger, but even so, I think, I mean, it's stupid to say Arsenal fan TV is not going to survive. Yeah, no, I get that. Callum, really appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very, very much. We. This is the thing with it. I made this point on Thursday night, and, I, and, and I'll, I'll say it again for anyone that wasn't watching then. You can almost see this, look, the Arsenal fans on Arsenal Fan TV, there are more than just opinions and just of troops, DT, tired, and called. Yeah. There, there are many, many opinions out there, many people that speak weekly. They just haven't hit the same sort of um, viral sensation as the others, but there are many opinions. And if you actually take the time to watch all the opinions of Arsenal fans, they varied from supporting Wenger like Tyre right to the other end of wanting him out. Yeah. And the same thing is going to happen with the new manager in terms of... of you, you could literally find Tyre having been so loyal to Wenger, he might fi- he might be more... Um, he could end up being far more um, uh, critical yeah, yeah, yeah. of a new manager than, say, Claude. Because Claude would want... And this, I'm just throwing an example. He, he's going to want to give the new manager time because he's wanted a new manager in. Yeah. Where... Ty didn't. So Ty might be more critical of a new guy coming. He might yeah. not. He might literally overnight feel the same about Max Allegri or Luis Enrique. He did Wenger. But these are the dynamics of it. So the, the, the fan TV and the social media aspects of any club with a change of manager isn't going to go anywhere because there's always going to be opinions. There's always going to be, as you say, highs and lows and differences of opinions and, and fans arguing. This. And that's part of it. That's why Arsenal fan TV, 100% Chelsea, the United stand, and of course the ultimate football fan that, that couples us together. If you don't watch this man's show, the fifth official, it's people with different opinions on football debating and talking and it's never going to go away. Of course not. And the only difference is now rather than listening to ex-football players talk about it and debate yeah, yeah, yeah. it, you're now listening to yeah, fans everybody. talk about it and, and it's it's never been as big, it's never been as popular and it's growing. It, look, my, my channel's a lot smaller than these and it's and it's growing by 2,000 subscribers a month. They're all, do, but no, but, but this is they the thing. So around. nothing's it's not going nowhere. It's going absolutely nowhere. What Chelsea call are coming through now? Uh, my, my channel, Hello, welcome to the... Fan Park Live. What's your name? My name is Hodger, and I'm a Chelsea fan. Do me a favour. Can you turn down your device in the background, please? Yeah, I have. Cheers, man. So you're a Chelsea fan. What were your thoughts on your performance today? Um, I'm happy. Um, it's good that we're still in the top four race because obviously, if we lose today. It would have, we we obviously would have been out of it completely. And another thing, I'm just happy Salah didn't like break the whole Premier League record against us. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I... it's a deep, I think bearing in mind 
considering we've been inconsistent for the past few seasons, I, I don't really know if we'll be able to make top four this season, but hopefully we beat Newcastle and Huddersfield in the next two games and hopefully Tottenham slip up. Well, yeah. That was so weird. Uh, we just took a second. Uh, can I just ask you what you think about Hazard? Uh, and there are... I cannot find a Chelsea fan who doesn't think the sun shines out of his backside, uh, but there are other fans who think that he's a bit inconsistent. What do you think? Um, I think for the past few years, obviously, um, I've just grown to support the guy, yeah. considering he's a ch- obviously plays for Chelsea. But it's just it annoys me because I've seen him at his very best. Yeah. Like at times, he's literally probably the best player in the world. But obviously, the inconsistency, I think. It's always going to um, stop he, him from when, in a way when being classed as one of the sorry. best players. When has Eden Hazard ever been the best player in the world? Outside of maybe for one game. When has he ever consistently been the best player in the world? Um, realistically, I think when we won the league twice mm-hmm. in the last three years, yeah. there were times where he was up there. Obviously not the best, but yeah, um, if he continues to be inconsistent, he will never be at that level. and. He's at that age now. If he doesn't show it now, he'll just be a world-class player. So I'm not going to lie. Obviously, a few years ago, I believed it when he was young. But obviously, not much thing has changed since then. So I don't. I wouldn't really say he's the best player in the world. But he's he's obviously world-class. Any any person would agree to that. Hello, mate. Really appreciate your call. Thank you very much for coming on. I I, I can't look for me. World-class. Look, everyone has different. The issue when you debate world-class is yeah. the same when you debate who great managers are. The same as when you debate. Any subject, the premise needs to be set first. You need yeah, to, you yeah, need yeah. to have. There needs to be a. What is what wh- is world class? Whether it's yeah. tick boxes, whether it's they have to have achieved certain things, whether it's they have to. And for me, the one of the biggest components in my definition is is consistency. Of course. So whether it's you look at Ronaldo and Messi at the pinnacle, they're probably beyond world class, but their consistency is great. When you look at, at Paul Scholes, he was just consistent his whole career. Steven Gerrard, consistent mm-hmm. his whole career. We're looking at Premier League world classness here. Consistently. When I look at Mr. Frank Lampard. Yeah, yeah. Well Frank Lampard again is another one yeah. where he just he was just consistent. So if you want to call them world class, the one thing you would say is in your favour is consistency. Yeah. Eden Hazard lacks so much consistency I would never consider him world class. When he turns it on, he's brilliant. Honestly, like yeah. today, he was unplayable. But, cons- but people sometimes realise. For me, yes, your, your your skills and your and your and your shooting ability and your passing ability are an attribute. But so is your mentality, your stamina, mm-hmm. your consistency. These are mental attributes that all need to be taken into the equation yeah. as to whether or not you're a world class football player. And sorry, Eden Hazard's not. He just he, he, statistically, he's not. On the eye, he's not. The, con- the consistency factor takes it away from him. And, yeah, no. You know, he's one of those guys. I wouldn't. There's so many more players I would pick over him. Mm. So many I would pick over him. Yeah. If you want an attacking player that's going to create score goals, um, I really, really would. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello, Terry. My name is Abdullah. I'm an Arsenal fan. Jeez. Hello, Abdullah. How are you? I'm, I'm really good. Thank you. Uh, just want to talk about the Arsenal game. I just want to say that I've been uh, very crit- critical of Arsenal Wenger. Uh, in the last couple of years, but uh, now that he is like officially left, and uh, it's been a it was a really good game. So I would just like to thank him for his service. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not listening, but if he is, I would just I, I would just uh, how dare you? Like how him. dare you say Wenger doesn't listen to us too? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. Sorry, uh, my thank bad. you. Nah, what, so, uh, thank you. Though. That's good. That's very good of you, especially for someone yeah. you say who, who was critical well, of. We, um, we were having this conversation during the during the games here because we have uh, Jay, who's one of our uh, sort of tech guys, producers. 
he doesn't like Victor Moses. But when Victor Moses does something good, he won't ever praise him. And I think that's that's a problem I have with a lot of football fans nowadays. You know, I don't particularly rate and Herrera in a Man United shirt. But when he has a great yeah. game, I clap him and say, well done and thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important to do what you did there, is to congratulate Wenger for everything that he has done at the football club. You, you can all... Is it feel, does it feel nice now for you as a gooner, though, to be able to move on from this chapter? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, you know, the best thing about... I noted, noticed about today is, is that when, when Arsene Wenger finally spent some big money... We now see the results. I mean, we now realize what 100 million worth of strikers can give you. We have just seen a glimpse of what they can do, mm-hmm. which is like really good. Uh, and I, I would like to uh, send my prayers and you know to Sir Alex Ferguson and it's uh, for him for his health. Yeah, I hope he recovers soon. Uh, and uh, you know, it just uh, it was a good day. I mean, it, you know, it was a good day when even Alex Bobby scores. So yeah. <laughs> So uh, you know, I mean, just just a just a good day. I mean, after that Atletico game, uh, game I was like really sad, but it was a good game. So just cheers to everyone. Well done, mate. mate. Really appreciate your call. Thank you very much, brother. Yeah, you too. Take care. Yeah, nice message, and, and that's what you want to hear, you know. And that's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm sure even the, the likes of Claude and that are going to come in. We're going to get the the, the 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 polls up for you now as well. When Jay, t- are they on the screen, Jay? Oh, my phone's is not connected again. Oh, I'm connecting now, connecting now. Boom. Should be done. So the first poll we had here is, will Arsene Wenger be missed in the English Premier League? 54% have voted with uh, yes, true legend. Of course. 27% have said a little. 19% have said, have said nope, glad he is gone. Trolls. Make sure, make sure you retweet that if you haven't followed me already at Terry Fleur's TFT. That poll is running there right now. Not many votes on that yet, but if we get, get a few RTs out there, let's get that moving. And then we also have... Uh, Ooh, RTs. The other, yeah, yeah. <laughs> RTs, uh, retweets. We've got another one here. Will Liverpool make the top four? 62% are saying yes. Oh. 38% are saying no on this. It's an interesting one. It, it um, is. But they're, they're likely to make it. They, they are. It's just one of the... Yeah, it's just... I, I look at Spurs. It's, this is going to be interesting. Because if Spurs don't win on Thursday night... Yeah. Who are they playing? I don't know. Let's get that up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the one football app up actually. I'll, I'll find that. Let's get the match day Premier League match day. So the next. Oh, this is just. Oh, match day. This is weird how this works. Match day 38. That's the last game of the season. I need the midweek games. Let me just go to matches. All matches. This will be easier. Skip for it. Oh, jeez, Louise. That is a lot. This is too much. This is too much. Jay, can you find us out? Can you get up who they're playing, please? On the screen in front of us. We'll get it up on the screen in front of us. Some of the people in the comments might know. I don't know. I didn't do that much research into it before game. But if they if they lose their game Thursday night yeah. and Chelsea win, Chelsea jump in front of them. And then suddenly Chelsea have it, their destiny in their own hands. And I think for either Spurs or Liverpool to fall out, so they've got Wednesday, they play Newcastle themselves at home. And then they've, well, they've got two home games and then they're home yeah. to Leicester City. So they've got two home games, which gives them an advantage. It does give them an yeah, advantage. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. They have slipped up recently. One, if they lose to Newcastle, or even draw, Chelsea go level on points. If they win, it's neither Spurs or Liverpool can afford to, to miss no, Champions League football. Neither of them can. They, they just, they, if, I would probably say uh, Tottenham more so. Yeah, uh, because they're yeah they've got players that are on the precipice of leaving already due to financial reasons mm-hmm. and not winning trophies. To go from a team that was tipped to challenge for the title in an FA Cup semi-final, should have got past Juve in the Champions League to end up out of everything and out of the top four. Oh, I, look, that, when you've got world-class players like Deli Alli 
Ericsson, Harry Kane. Can we just call Dele Alli world? He's class, mate. He's very, very good consistently. For me, last two years. Okay, anyway. all right. Anyway, okay, very good players in. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll but when you've got players at that level, hyped up by the Spurs fans, to miss out on it, it's embarrassing. It's true. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello, my name is John. Hello, Hello John. John. <laughs> <laughs> well, who do you support, John? Oh. He went... He, yeah, he, he was, was me. definitely a troll. He was like, look, he was like, hello, one, <laughs> like he was trying to make his voice deeper, or maybe like he didn't have permission to use the landline at home. Hello, my name is John. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a builder. <laughs> hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who am I speaking to? Sam. Hello, Sam. Sam. Oh, hello, mate. How you doing? Man, I'm livid. What are you? Li oh, what are you livid about? Bro. Shall I tell you what? Shall I tell you what? I know. Like, we've had a great season. Well, basically, there's been three times, yeah, since playing Liverpool that I felt physically sick by performance like, overall. And that's been, that was like the 2 0 to Chelsea like, in the title winning season, the Gerard Slip, the 6 0 run, the Stoke, and the Crystal Palace. Chris and Lambert. all the, the things that are the same about all those matches, right, is that I literally just saw our team run out of ideas yeah. so early in the game. And do you think that happened today? It, I think it was obvious. I think as soon as Jerry scored, draw happened. In the 40th minute, I literally saw Liverpool pass it around the back four for six minutes <laughs> while Chelsea just, Chelsea just stood in their blocks and watched us do it. And nobody had the balls to take it on the half turn, break through the lines and actually start an attack. Mm. Literally, everybody carried out. Do you know what, mate? It, it's like, uh, I've done a lot of research into Liverpool this year. I talk about them a lot on, on the internet and stuff, so it's important that I do. They struggle when teams sit back and play defensively against them and counter. That they really, yeah. really it's, and it's even they beat some of the smaller teams that do that because of the, the difference in quality. But when they go up against the big boys, when you look at the defeats to Spurs this year, Man United, uh, and of course Chelsea exactly. today, they they sit back and absorb and they counter attack against you. I, I I struggle sometimes to understand why some of the top sides think it's. Like for me, like I heard Pep Guardiola say, his players would never forgive him if they if he told them to, to play like counter-attack football against Liverpool. Mm -hmm. And I think, how are they not forgiven you for getting them through to the semi-finals of the Champions League? Like, because Liverpool, you just saw today, Liverpool struggled. They really struggled against a team. They struggled against West Brom. You know, they, exactly. although they went too you know up, they, they they because of mistakes, they still were able to come back against you by playing that, that defensive yeah, football yeah, and counter-attacking and. Do you worry that Real, exactly. if Real Madrid play like that, if Real Madrid do what they did against Bayern Munich and, and Barcelona two seasons ago, where they sit back, absorb and counter, are you worried? I'll tell you what, yeah. I feel like I'm not too worried because I thought Liverpool have the reputation of when the stakes are high and the pressure is big, mm. they do know how to to pull out the bag. So I kind of trust them to, to give them a game, if you know what I mean. But the, the only thing I'm worried about is that do you know, when, for Liverpool, when it, things go wrong, like they can go really wrong. It's either we have a blinder or the wheels come falling off. Do you know what I mean? So, so, so I was going to say, what about next season? What, what, what do you do then? You've got Naby Keita coming in. I still, I was saying to Terry earlier, I feel like there's a lot of areas that Liverpool can improve on. Can still improve on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Naby Keita is a perfect example of what we need because I know that in this game, when Liverpool just dilly dallying at the back mm. while we're one 0 down, Naby Keita would have got the ball to centre backs. Got on the dribble, beating a couple of players maybe, and then yep. already like the intensity of the attack is up, mm. and Salah and Firmino would have been running everywhere, and then do you know what I mean? Like it's already more intense. Mm. Today, yep. 
I, I can't like Salah and Firmino. I thought they had like really quiet games, but yeah. it wasn't the type that I could really blame them as such. Because I know I think Salah Salah was trying a bit too much near the end, which is a bit disappointing. Yeah. But do you know what it is, mate? I feel like when, when those players are nullified. What the what the team requires is somebody else to step up to the plate. Damn yeah. up, exactly. And, and, they didn't, and they didn't and they didn't do it. I want to ask you this question because, th- look, I, you, you got Brian at home last game of the season. I would expect you to win. If you only pick up, you know, if you were to lose that or pick up a draw and Chelsea win their last two games, are you are you honestly fearful that you could end up fo- mi- missing out on the top four place? You know what? I, 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 I am a bit, and it's not me being negative, it's literally because of the point you just made. Brighton, they will come to Anfield, okay, they, they're safe, mm. but anybody that knows they've got a chance to ruin anybody's party, no matter where it is, they will try their best mm, to yeah, score the party. Yeah, Middlesbrough yeah. tried to do it last year. So Brighton will literally just see this as, um, okay, let's see if we can actually shut Liverpool out. And the draw isn't going to be good enough. So if Brighton come in, and 30 minutes have gone, Liverpool haven't scored, and then every misplaced pass, every touch, the crowd's groaning, yeah. and the pressure's building, and then yeah. when Liverpool get to that pressure, they go through a mental block, and they can't break teams down. Like, it's happened so many times, like you said. That's and I'm really, I am a bit concerned that that's going to happen, but what I'm hoping is that if we get an early goal, then we should be fine. But the way we've left it this late is a bit disappointing, and I feel like Klopp really needs to improve the midfield, because our midfield, I think our front three is amazing. Our defence is getting better, but the thing that I can't let go is the midfield. I think that he made average players look to get to the Champions League final, yeah. which I think is testament to Klopp. Yeah, I but I think in reality... I don't, I don't necessarily um, think that... I, I disagree that they're average. I think you've got some very good players in your team, but, but I hear your point. Let, let me ask you one thing as well, though. If that does happen and you fall out of the top four, if, big if, how yeah. big does that make the Champions League final then? Because Huge. it literally, it's all or nothing then. Because if you fail to win the exactly. Champions League and fall out, suddenly it goes from being like you finish third and you win and you win and come second in the Champions League or win it. It's an amazing season. Yeah. Amazing season, yeah. You, exactly. you lose the final and you fall out of the top floor. You've failed. You've completely failed as a club. Exactly. That's how that's how fine the margins are in this situation, and that's why I'm a bit worried because if we do fall out of the top four and we go to the final with another added weight, because like, the fans' expectation is a, as a weight already, and then the actual match itself is another weight. If we add the weight of, if you don't win this match, not only do you not win the Champions League, but you also fall out the top four for next season, I feel like it's another pressure, and if there's too much pressure, could it tip over the edge? And certain players like, for example, Trent, who's had a fantastic season, but he's still 19, that this is massive pressure that some, some people in their prime struggle with. Yeah, yeah. So not I'm scared that if, if there's too much pressure on it, then... Some players that have been good all season will crumble, and then we need everybody, absolutely all 11 players on the field, whoever's on the pitch, to be on their game. Otherwise, we're not going to get anything from Madrid. Mate, really appreciate your call. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. It was a great call because you know what? He he, he respects his club, he understands what they're good at, but he's willing to sit there and talk about the areas that they still need to improve on because I think he's right. Outside of Man City, there's no team in that top six outside of City of whom. Or a completed article. No. Doesn't matter that you've made a Champions League um, semi-final. It doesn't matter that Man United a second in the league and, mm. and, and Chelsea is sitting fifth. There are holes within all these teams, holes within all of these squads, and areas that the managers need to improve on. Yeah. Um, it, it would just and, and I pointed Liverpool out because they played today, but Spurs fit into this category as well to miss out on top four now. When, when they have been sitting in it so long and come, I mean, literally both of them have thrown points away in very simplistic games in the last month. Same as Man United have, mm. no doubt about it. And that's why I've not been so hard on Man United 
in the same way that some Man United... I've been annoyed at the performances, no doubt, and I've, and I've criticised them. But on a, when you sit back and reflect, you're like, well, it feels like all the teams... It feels like United, Spurs and Liverpool have all sort of gone top four sorted. Chelsea were done. Yeah. Arsenal were nowhere near it. It's like they've all taken their foot off the gas a little bit. And United are lucky enough, four, five, six points in it where they, they're guaranteed. Yeah. The others, they, they, their season can end badly. That's what I'm saying. But listen, guys, thank you very much for tuning in as ever, whatever whatever the platform it is that you're watching on today. And um, remember to download the OneFootball app. All the information for that is in our description below. Get it downloaded. Massive support to us here, Fan Park Live. Adam, let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, the fifth official on YouTube and at TFO Show on Twitter. Please. You all know what I am. I'm at the Football Terrace. Take care. God bless. We'll see you all again very, very soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.